All right, here we go. <laughs> hey, welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, co-host, Kate Eingorn. Hello. And our good buddy, <laughs> our good pal, Matt Bailey. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very accurate, very <laughs> honest. Very right Darius. From the hip. Yep. <laughs> right from the hip. We're uh we're swinging straight from the hip. <laughs> oh, wait, is it right from the hip or swing from the hip? I well, first off, I think it's you shoot from the hip. <laughs> oh, true, that's the gun and <laughs> You definitely you don't swing s- from the heavens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you swing from the chandelier. That's oh, true well, that's too. true. The swinging from the heavens. I don't I don't know where that one comes from. Mm. Like so like angels are swinging from the heavens? Yeah, you're just not, you're swooping not down. Oh, girl, door. you're my angel. <laughs> uh true. I forgot about when you knock on it. Oh. Um well, hey, we're back. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yep. It's been a while. Um but you know, Times are crazy right now, and uh, we're just happy to be back in the studio together doing this one more time. <laughs> one last time. <laughs> Surprise. Or is it like one more time, time, time. I think time. it's more like that. Yeah, it's more yeah. like that. Like play it again. Mm-hmm. We're, on a, uh, we're on a strange schedule. Listeners out there, longtime haters, notice that we kind of broke away from the every week the every other week mm-hmm. um hey times is crazy so times is crazy we're yeah. just yo i moved it was a thing yeah and yeah. i feel like it'll be getting back to normal sooner rather than later well before that jordan got a new job uh, yeah, yeah there's been a bunch of stuff yeah a lot of life happenings yeah. here and from i've film friends. been doing the same thing <laughs> but yeah. from my house yeah um but I'm glad, you know, we have the best fans. We have the best haters out there. Uh, y- and you guys have been patient. You know what they say. Haters are patient. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they so, say that. So we <laughs> you know that famous thing. We're going through a lot of saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I truly feel like that. This usually haters are the opposite. True. Notoriously. <laughs> but, uh, but TLDR... Oh, true. Thank, thanks for sticking around and waiting for a new episode. Um, mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, this is episode 136. Um, so if we're looking at 136 BC, mm-hmm. we got some stuff going on, guys. What? In China, Confucianism is adopted as a state religion in China by the Emperor Wu Di. Oh, Wu Di. Um, before you go any further, we said we weren't going to mention someone anymore correct Mm -hmm. do we all know who that is Mm -hmm. okay good because i forget (laughs) i know who it is okay um it's someone we are going to think about before we found those things out fondly but no more yeah Mm. that actually confuses me (laughs) um but you know we're gonna we're shooting from the hip today Mm -hmm. so um, don't forget in Judea, Simon Thassi defeats an invasion by the Seleucid general, Ken de Bios. Mm. Oh, Ken de Bios. Yeah. Mm. 
So 136 BC, honestly, Confucianism is popping off. That's all you need to know. What was if you didn't want to be a Confucianist? Uh, too bad. <laughs> um, Can you explain to me what that is? Confucianism? It, yeah. is it it's when you follow no, I know that. Con- oh. the sayings of Confucius. Oh. Yeah. It's when you get so, so confused accurate. that they're like... Dude. Let's just yeah. make it a religion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Confucius says. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, we're bopping over to AD 136. Um, he who it. shall not be named chases the Jews from Galileo, and yes. that's why we're not naming him. <laughs> Shame um, on you. He chased them? Yeah, he personally Himself. chased them. Yeah. And then he who shall not be named dic- dictates his memoirs at his villa near Tivoli. Um which I kind of think my ancestors are from there. So, uh, is that know. Italy? So chew on that a little bit. Yeah, outside Rome. Are you Italian? Yeah, Half. a little Italian, baby. Quarter. <laughs> huh. um, I think you're a quarter Italian. Yeah, quarter Italian. I'm like half uh, Irish and a little Welsh. And mm. um, yeah, Neat. and Pope Hygienist succeeds Pope Television. <laughs> yeah, the, the hygienist <laughs> replaces the television. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, they, I want to live in that world. They have some what crazy names. Um, yeah, so that's all that's going on in history. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been a while. How you, how you guys doing? Well, I just found out that the hygienists were replaced by televisions, and my mind was blown. It's, I thought that the television was created much later, but Same. little do we know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you guys are doing good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's good Great. to know that they always cared about their teeth. Um, so since it's been a while, why don't we maybe talk about some movies mm. that we've mm. seen? Like, I haven't, mm. you know, I'll admit it, I haven't been doing a good job updating my letterbox. So I think we could use this time to maybe update our letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> I've updated In real my time. Okay, yeah. um, what are some movies that we've seen recently? <laughs> We have seen, oh, well, I saw Terry, mm. which wasn't very good, uh, which made me sad because I love Patrick DeWitt and John C. Riley. What did you call him early? early? John O'Reilly. John <laughs> Oh, we watched the original po- Poltergeist. Yes. And it was not bad. My first viewing. Mm. Not enjoyed bad. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Good, uh, good girl. on ya. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some things may be a little ahead oh, of its time. She and was a dental things. hygienist and then she became the TV. Mm-hmm. That's true. And then that little lady came out of the TV. Is like, that what happened? Meow, meow. I stopped paying attention. Oh, <laughs> there's a little lady who's like talks to ghosts in it, right? Yeah, yeah. she's sick. She's sick. Yeah. We back her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we back her. Um, what else? Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah. Good mm-hmm. one. Austin Powers is a good movie to watch right now. It's lighthearted. It takes you back to a time when... Uh, People were swinging. <laughs> nee, 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 nee. <laughs> How about yeah. you, Bailey? What have you been watching? <laughs> um, we're starting to get into spooky season, Ooh. so I've been trying to watch Spooka. some spookies. Yeah. Um, I watched Black Christmas, oh, like the OG it? slasher Black Christmas. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, it's it's like I feel like it's one of like the first of its kind from like '74. Whoa, dude, breaking your own rule. I know. I I felt like I had to watch some OGs. Yeah. Um, so I watched that. That was pretty cool. And then I watched The Omen. My mom says that's the scariest movie she's ever seen. Really? Mm-hmm. It's, it gets a little too, like, uh, international for me. Mm-hmm. Oh. Please explain. They, they start, like, go, they, they just go far away they like go to different fucking countries and i'm i'm out once once you go to a different country and oh new like. rule is this the old the original omen yeah mm-hmm. 
because they're like trying to like it's all about like the devil and they have to go to fucking a pope or some shit i don't know uh, <laughs> pope the, television the pope. Pope yeah television. um but yeah for some reason i always put the omen and poltergeist in the same oh, category same. in my mind but they're so probably very different oh they're very different but i think it's just like the, so is the I omen agree. just like religious horror like is it exorcism type it's, deal well it's damien is uh, the child who is the devil he's literally the devil reborn or whatever um so so someone had to change that baby's diapers do you like rosemary's baby uh yeah i haven't seen it for a really long time it's on my list to rewatch mm. this season yeah so. yeah mm. i feel like if you like that the one, omen, i mean maybe any sort of like a like a cult movie from the fucking yeah. 70s or some mm-hmm. shit sick yeah, yeah. So that's like your Especially one if exception. It, if yeah. it's a little boy that's possessed, forget yeah. about so it. So the omen, that's like, yeah. that's yeah. it. Cool. We also watched um, the new Bill and Ted movie. Yeah, which, which was I fun. really like. Oh, really? Yeah. It was fun, yeah. I haven't seen any of the Bill and Ted movies. What? It's not, I'm really, I'm like more of like a dude where's my car guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're on the same level. They kind of are. As someone they, like, who was given duo? two copies of dude where's my car is a birthday gift one year because uh-huh. i loved it so much it's still insulting <laughs> um because bill and ted dude where's my car wouldn't even exist without bill and ted yeah but some picture. would say they perfected it yes i have <laughs> i don't know i mean wh- when was the first uh bill and ted i think 88 Mm, before comedies became funny <laughs> i could be completely wrong on that though let me see dude you are just coming out with hot <laughs> takes oh no 88 was when peewee's oh peewee's came in 86 i'm i'm honestly a firm believer that like most comedies, oh 89 like there's very few exceptions of like comedies that are funny from like the 80s and before uh, i'm out my on two out. favorite movies are from the- i'm out <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. Naked Gun is one exception, and I'm still waiting on some more. I have a feeling you make these rules just to break them. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> hey, every rule's meant to be broken. It's you true. gotta see it before you call it out. You yeah, know? that's true. Yeah. Um. Well, cool. I'm glad we. Uh, <laughs> glad we got that out. Uh huh. That needed um, to be. That has been boiling under the surface. Yeah. Um. But hey, October is always a good movie month. We watched mm. that. I'm excited weird one. for it. Vivarium. Uh, Vivarium. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, it's. Uh, was it? It's it, like stressful. It's yeah, stressful. I say it was not horror, but like suspenseful. I'll never watch it again because it's one it's of like those frustrating. Stress- yeah. Yes. Um, I do have to say though, it made me want to do an Imogen Poots episode because uh, she's I thought cool. you were yeah. gonna say like shrooms or something. <laughs> Tr- yeah, no and go true. to that neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Just oh. get lost forever. Yeah. It that's what it does though. It gives you the chills. Yeah. That movie. It, it it's good. I mean, I I liked it. Like the I like the the story of it. Yeah, cool. I'm always up for that type of movie. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like what you said. It's a little frustrating. It's relentless. Yeah. And there are like I'll always refer to this because this part of this movie fucked me up. Like in the newer Blair Witch, the moment where they see these campers that have thought they were only lost for like. 10 15 minutes or something but it mm-hmm. turns out they've been in the woods for like 10 years or something crazy yeah. like that that type of anxiety fucks me up mm-hmm. in movies and that's what vivarium uh, was time like, anxiety is your thing yeah time anxiety bro yeah <laughs> like what time is it right now well yo this might bring us to a new topic really i love it yeah let's do it 
The new M Night movie. Mm. Mm. That it's just called old. Old. But I like love the, that. The poster is like a uh, fucking. What are they called? Hourglass. Uh, yeah. Time. Yeah. Old time. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like a. It's gonna be old about old people. Yeah, yeah. It's just gonna be no. It's gonna, like I feel like time. It's gonna be like a fucking timekeeper. Time. Like Anxiety. A, what do I want to say? Like time a, travel. Time. Time travel. Yo, that's actually or what like I'm looking for. Oh, not I feel a like time there's gonna be some out. time travel or that too. Yo, I don't see it as time travel. I see it as like time is gonna get warped somehow. Oh, see, I see it as someone who never died. Ooh. Well, it is okay. So let's because the sand dripping out like he has never humans. ending, and it's called old, so he's old as fuck. Oh, so the sand in the hourglass are is are people? It's yeah. people. Oh, I didn't notice that detail. Is, the oh, people are the sand. Whoa. It's weird. Yo, I maybe you guys the picture. Maybe. Yeah, you did. I didn't. I didn't zoom in on it. I really. What I'm hoping is it's not a. You know what was that movie? The or the. Oh, I didn't even oh, notice wow. that. So it was just smoke. That book that you have to read when you're younger, The Giver. Yes. And like Logan's Run, those those stories where like you have a finite amount of time to mm-hmm. live. I hope it's not that. Wasn't the because I don't like those. The Giver is more just movie. about like everyone being the same. I thought The Giver. I don't know. I, I kind of. You're forget. thinking of The Giving Tree. Because <laughs> The Giver is <laughs> about funny. like everyone like looking the same, eating the same things, acting the same way. That's why they give them the medication. So they have like sex dreams and uh, stuff. Maybe so I'm, like, I'm thinking of some other dystopic, but there was one where like, you have a finite amount of time to live. Maybe Logan's yeah. run is that too, but there, there's a horror movie that came out there where like, you just like look up a time and they're like, this is when you're going to die. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe giver is. So everyone's the same. Yeah. And I thought they had specific roles in the giver and they were bred to do that. I don't know. I All I know is he wanted an apple and he knew it was red. So he yeah. sled it out of there to freaking get one. Still think you're talking about the giving tree. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> You're definitely talking about Shell Silverstein. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Yo. And the interesting thing on that, that M night poster is it's the next, the new trip yeah. by M night Shyamalan. Maybe so. there's going to be shrooms involved. Yo, who knows? The new what I do have to say is I'm intrigued by it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm glad it looks like an M. Night original. It like, is written and written directed. And, directed by M. and we love that. So He's reading a ton of comics, so I'm assuming that's going to be heavily infused. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I want M. Night to get weird. Yeah. And I'm hoping like he gets weird in yeah, this he one. Reads I'm a afraid lot because... like. I mean, he is usually kind of weird, but I feel like the last time he got like weird was like the happening, and then yeah, and people like it, hated people it. hated it, and honestly, it wasn't his best yeah. writing. Um, yeah, because the visit, solid movie, but it's not. It's not anything anyone's weird. Ever seen before. Right. There's weird things in it, but mm-hmm. it's not a weird movie. Yeah, like the the. It's a movie that you've seen before, but he has his weird stuff about right. it. It's yes, not like exactly. nothing that you have Right, seen. like his exactly. psychological... Dude, he's so into psychology, but like the whole sundowning mm-hmm. disease or mm-hmm. disorder, that's weird. Yeah. But um, he's always has a weird element in it. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, yeah. yeah. 2021. Yeah. Summer of 2021. Yeah. I love the title. Yeah. We gotta wait for a lot of things in 2021. But what you don't have to wait for is our episode today. Because you're listening to it, so it's about to happen to you. Or it is happening to you. Or it is happening Mm -hmm. to you. Um, The happening to you. So this week, it was my choice. Yes. It was kind of a last minute choice. Um, I liked it. It was, would you say it was off the hip? Yeah, uh, we swung it off the hip. Yeah, we didn't have to like 
run it up the flagpole or anything. Uh, which is that <laughs> I, someone going vertical and running up of it? I think it's you have a boss and you gotta you gotta take it to the boss. You run uh, it up the flagpole. Yo, I don't know if that's what that saying means. I just I'm thought like ninety eight percent sure. I mean, I get, I understand it. All right, let's look it up. So my problem is, I don't. So what do you think it means? I know my problem is, I don't think that's what it means. But but what do you think it means? I think it means before you look it up right now. What do you think it means? To run something up the flagpole. You got to check with your superior, and then they got to check with their superior. It's you know. I mean, it makes sense. The boss is on the top of the flagpole, and you're just like hanging out. Yo, there's well, a part. It's at half mass. Oh, well, that's a whole thing. Your boss is out, and yeah, talk to the <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the acting manager. I think when you run something up the flagpole, you might be right now. Um, I think it's. But true. to be play devil's advocate or have a different mm-hmm. opinion, maybe it's to expose somebody. Yeah, oh. like I said, run your underwear up. Yeah. That makes sense. I think, but I'm, I don't think I'm it on is. Bailey's side. But I also my first instinct was to run my underwear up the flagpole. Okay, yeah, like an Angus. Uh-huh. So <laughs> let's run it up the flagpole and see if anyone salutes it. Is a catchphrase which became popular in the United States during the late '50s and early '60s. It means to present an idea tentatively, and see whether it receives a favorable reaction. Oh, so it doesn't have to be like the to boss. a higher up. It can just be throwing ideas. Yeah, out you're there. throwing something out to test the See waters. If it sticks. Oh, I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're I've both always, wrong. <laughs> I've always thought it was like to see if your boss gives the okay. Because I understand well, that because you're pulling it. I, I see that because it's like to propose an idea or make a suggestion in order to learn the reaction. It's kind of like you throw something out to your yeah. boss to kind of check yeah, the yeah. temperature a little bit. Yeah, right. I like it. Well, it, let's start throwing things up. up Every time you pretty much say who you're going to do, you're throwing it. Up the flagpole. Yeah. As me and Kate would be the flagpole this time for your pick. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, wait. wait. So, <laughs> wait a second. I'm not going to let you no, go. No, 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 no. We're not the flagpole. <laughs> and I'm the flag? You're, you're like, your flag is you're, who you pick. So yeah. And we're looking up on yes. it. And we're deciding whether to salute <laughs> it or, or yeah. give it the finger. I like how you just saluted with your left, too. Is it wrong? What hand do you salute, salute You can with? only salute with your right? I think you only salute with what your right. What about all the people that are left-handed? What if you're in England? What if you're in well, Australia you and the world's upside hat. down? Yeah, you're driving on the left side of the road. Yeah, true. <laughs> what if you're just left-handed and you just do everything naturally left-handed? Well, if you're left-handed, you do usually do everything naturally left-handed. Mm-hmm. Okay, right, who did you pick, dude? Um, so this week, I ran up the flagpole. A director. Any salutes out there? No. Okay. Um, I chose Jim Jarmish, or Jim Jarmush. I thought it was a soft J. I thought it was Yarmich. <laughs> Wait, all of it's different than everything he said. Jarmich. Yarmich. Yarmich. Yeah. But hey, I don't know what it is. So <laughs> or is it, it Yarmouche? <laughs> yeah, it could be. So we're he's talking. Like, it's he's like, like artsy. So dude, I feel like he would just change it to a soft J. So we're talking like mm. a Joel Yankee type situation. <laughs> exactly. Oh okay. wow! So we're just gonna say Janky then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so, so we'll just if that's the case, then it's Jarmouche. So I chose Jim Jarmouche, Jarmish, or Yarmich, um, <laughs> because. Over the last couple of years, he's slowly becoming like a director that I really, really enjoy. So one of the movies we're reviewing today is one of my favorite movies of all time, and that is Patterson. Mm-hmm. 
And then I was probably the only person I knew to like The Dead Don't Die last year. I liked it. I didn't love it. And I don't understand why you don't retain that information. I didn't like it and I didn't love it. Yeah. No one respected it. Yeah. I also didn't say that either. Do I'll you respect it? it? I, it's fine. Mm, that's like a that's a politician's throw answer. It on, throw it up the flagpole and we'll let you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I've watched a couple of his other movies, Stranger Than Paradise? Question mm-hmm. mark? Stranger Than Paradise. Stranger Than Paradise. I've also seen that with you. Um, and Dead Man. I saw that Dead Man you. is a movie I've watched a couple times and I love. And I just love his style. There's like humor. There's a lot of music. Tom Waits. I like his shots. I don't know. I just like his vibe. It's his early stuff is super art housey, and we had to go through that today, which could be a slog. But I don't know. He's an interesting director. I find him cool, hip. Well, you what the ones that you've seen, if you know, you've only you've seen you've seen four. You've seen them multiple times. Right, like, you they're very rewatchable. Like I feel like I've seen Stranger Than Paradise one full sitting, but then bits and pieces from multiple other times mm-hmm. that you've done it. Mm-hmm. Um, and same with like you, we, you've watched dead man multiple times, mm. Patterson, dead, don't die. Like you've seen, yeah. you're like, yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> you just really like appreciate it. Yeah. I would say. But, uh, yeah. So I just wanted to do, do that and see what you guys think. I kind of, it's a tough one cause people, he's polarizing. So, you know. Yeah. But I mean, he really, I honestly had no idea who he was before. Like, I think when you got like hype hyped up about the dead don't die you're mm-hmm. like oh it's a new jim yeah movie and i was probably <laughs> yeah. i honestly was like oh who the hell is that guy yeah yeah mm-hmm. and then i mean looking up his like filmography i was like oh, i probably should have known who this guy was mm-hmm. but i mean i honestly haven't seen any other yeah. movies other than like dead don't die patterson mm-hmm. and the movie we watched yeah yeah i wouldn't have seen any of them if you didn't see them yeah. and the only thing i'd ever heard of and i didn't know was him was the coffee and cigarettes mm-hmm. i'd like heard of it mm-hmm. but didn't mm-hmm. know anything about he, it and he has a bunch like and most of his movies are rated really high like broken flowers is oh, one that, that before, people too, like yeah. with bill mm-hmm. murray um and he also like i oh he did another one that i watched uh the iggy pop and stooges like mm-hmm. documentary oh, a lot of is those, it like right? give me th- thunder or something give me give shelter me sh- no that's something to, that's like rolling stones i don't know <laughs> what it is but um that was really good too i watched Does that he do a bunch of music ones yeah he's like super into music so i don't know he's just an interesting interesting director and i back him he, when i looked at his like imdb his like profile picture makes him seem like a prick Mm, agreed <laughs> well kate i think has some facts i mean he, he definitely seems like that pretentious art mm-hmm. house kind of thing but yeah i like i don't care what he's like as a person i, I like his movies so Fair um, enough. yeah but before we jump into it is there are there any gears to grind i apologize i jumped a little ahead um, i apologize i don't have any i'm doing okay yeah pretty I'm, good my gears are uh flowing Ooh, you oiled them up yep good ah. to go yep. all right cool well then in that case let's jump into the first one um, Which one is that gonna be? That's gonna be, that's Ooh. gonna be Patterson. Okay, cool. Mm. And that's the 2016 16. masterpiece, Patterson. Bailey, take it away. Mm. Patterson, a week in the life of Patterson, the town or the city, and also the person. Mm. Mm, nice. Um, just 
about the mundane life of a poet bus driver living in the city of Patterson. I mean, it's really what it is. He does the same thing every day, drives his bus, he goes to the local bar, and he goes home to his girlfriend? I think think girlfriend. Girlfriend, who's great. We love her. And we love his dog, and... Mm. Oh, we don't. Do love we her. love Marvin? Yeah, I kind of love Marvin. Yeah. We like love to hate Marvin. Oh, okay, I thought you were talking about the girlfriend. So oh I was no, a no, you love. But you gotta love. The yeah, girlfriend. I mean, you go through the whole week, and you know, shit somewhat pops off here and there, but it's pretty, you know, poetic. Yeah. Movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Yo, for not doing a synopsis in a while. That was nice. good. That was good. Thanks. I I I've seen this movie twice before and didn't like it both times. I think. Mm-hmm. And this time I watched it and I was like, "Yeah, do I feel like I, the movie grew on me." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is. I've seen this movie several several times and it's, so on the outside this is a boring movie I mm-hmm. guess for most people but, the more and more you watch it the more things you pick up on yeah. or you appreciate different. I also like characters or little threads yeah. more. Well, I also think so. I've also seen this. This is my third watch. Mm-hmm. And I agree with Bailey. I thought the first two were like whatever. But I also think I watched it closer to when it came out mm-hmm. both times. So I think that like four years since then, I'm a different person. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate things in this more where my life is now. Mm-hmm. So I get, have a better understanding of how these people live. I feel like. Yo, I feel like the reason why it's Jordan, one of Jordan's favorite movies is because in some world or some life, I feel like Jordan either is Patterson yes. or wants to live that life. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's, we talk about it every time we watch like, this that's movie. Just, mm-hmm. I feel like he, Jordan would be so content just living that life. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, it's the life that I strive for. Yeah. Like, I like, the, and honestly, this is, gonna sound whatever but like that's the way i think too when i go through life sometimes like i'm not poet i'm into poetry and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but like that's the way he ruminates on poems and stuff Mm -hmm. that's just like what i do in my head a lot so yeah Mm -hmm. i just don't write them down but like but also like your temperament and like everything's very like i like the routine the routine you love a routine Mm -hmm. i feel like you don't need that much to be like Happy. content he doesn't have a smartphone i yeah. mean i have one but i don't use it that yeah. much so yeah i relate to it big yeah, time for sure also his girlfriend uh is similar to your eccentric roommate. yeah she has a lot of hobbies yeah mm-hmm. yeah and similar to my she's, roommate she's mm-hmm. at the be- like i feel like in watches prior i felt like i didn't like her because i feel like she was just like very much she's, about herself yes. and like right. all about her like hobbies and stuff but, but she's watching not. it this time she's yeah. like not well yeah. she's more watching it this time around i agree it's, she's still more self-focused because uh-huh. when he's down what he wants how she wants to cheer him up is by doing something for her mm-hmm. right so like this is all about everyday routine she picks up all these hobbies and one she picks up is like the guitar <laughs> and he just he <laughs> writes esteban yes and he writes poems like every day and he, something happened to his poems because of Marvin. And she's like, you know what's going to make you feel better? Listening to me practice the guitar. Yeah. And I was like, I like Whoa. how he says no. Yeah, but that's yeah. like how she functions. It's yeah. like her, she's the center of her world and his. Yeah. Um, which not necessarily like makes her selfish. It's just like yeah. non-observant. 
I also love how it's set in Patterson, New Jersey, which is, you mm-hmm. know, relatively close to where, you know, we are now yeah. and that kind of thing. And like, I get that. And dude, so many people have come from Patterson, mm-hmm. yeah. like Apparently. New Jersey. I just think it's because it's so close to New York. Yeah. It's yeah. Like a New True. York suburb. But like, the, I mean, Adam Driver's character in this movie is so... I feel like it's so strange. He's he's, strange. Mm-hmm. He's so composed. He's and so content with everything. Mm-hmm. That, like he doesn't. He's a very adjusted person. He just well, anything that happens to him, he's just like fine with. I think it's that's why sh- they show the the army photo a lot. Uh huh. So they constantly like on her bedside. There's like a picture, uh, I guess, of her parents mm-hmm. and then of him in the mm-hmm. army. Mm-hmm. And every time something kind of like like a conflict arises yeah. they kind of flash to that photo of him being mm. in the army yeah. so i think it's trying to allude that like he saw some shit and he's just so happy to have mm. these yeah. be his problems yeah. yeah that's kind of what i think they're hinting at for sure yeah. for sure but like the prime example of that well there's tons of examples of it but the one where he's a bus driver and his bus breaks down yeah. at one point and like everyone's kind of freaking out a little bit but he handles that well yeah. you know the big climax which you know is like something happens to his poems at the end um i mean he gets upset but he still handles it like i would fall apart yeah. like if that happened to me and yeah. i don't know he's pretty much like a he doesn't get every time like his girlfriend wants to do something he's always like yeah you should do that he's yeah so you supportive. should do that not like you should yeah. probably be spending your time doing something mm-hmm. else like, like a job yeah and mm-hmm. like he's it's just wild you don't really i feel like yeah, you don't see that kind of person yeah. that mm-hmm. much anymore they're both supportive of each other though yeah. she like loves his poems and mm-hmm. i was thinking like if he didn't live with her how very similar would her his day be every single day Probably. she's the one that adds a little splash like even to his lunch like she puts in a different picture of in herself his lunch of herself <laughs> and she'll like draw on his orange and have a different postcard in it and mm-hmm. she like gives him the variety that he doesn't give himself yeah. every mm-hmm. day even when he doesn't like it though so like there's one scene where she makes she makes dinner pie yeah and it's just like oh he hates it's it. brussels sprouts it. and, and, and cheddar, cheddar cheese nothing yeah. else in it he like has he can't even stomach it but he's like dr- eating it anyway for mm. her yeah. i don't know that's like what cute. bailey's saying too he's like selfish and sort of selfless, oh, selfless and yeah. uh I just like how he's like, mm, your secret pie. He doesn't yeah. say it's bad or yeah. it's good. Oh, but that's like, also where she's like ignorant, right? Because she, yeah. she said, do you, oh, you don't like my pie? And he goes, it's secret pie. And she goes, you do love it. Yeah. And he didn't say like anything <laughs> yeah. about it. Do you think, I mean, I don't think we really need to walk through it, I guess. No. But no. like, do you think he gets hammered every night? I no. truly think he like doesn't get hammered but he definitely like lets himself loose and because they, they like at the end of every uh like day he goes to the bar and yeah you know, the part i didn't like is how he goes to the bar and ties up his dog out front of uh, it. It, it that's his what do, wait, wait, wait what don't you like about that it's just neglecting his dog at, like well he doesn't like that dog that's true does he not? No, I don't think he there's likes so many the scenes and before the the event even happens where he just stares at that dog and is just like, fuck you, And Kate, dog. when we were watching oh, it, I brought up... I didn't pick up on that. Yo, I don't think he... I think that's another thing where he's just not appeasing his girlfriend, but just being supportive yes. of her because that's like her dog, Right, I think. so I think mm. that like... I said this to Jordan when we were watching it that like he took over his chair too. So he oh. like almost feels like it's like a replacement of him. 
and also the fact that every time he touches her the dog barks like he growls and the you know and the dog knocking over the mailbox that's so Mm -hmm. funny so funny Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah i mean any he could not like the dog it doesn't matter like if he leaves a dog like out in front of a ties a dog out in front of a bar every night it's kind of messed up he kind of mm. like seems to like it he yeah i feel chills. like the dog looks uh, forward to it a little but, bit but at, at the same well i guess you guys make a good point about him not liking the dog is yeah when like some people roll up in a car and they mm-hmm. were like yo that dog's expensive dog that dog you get dog napped and it doesn't he doesn't care he just leaves it out he even cracks a joke about it'd be it. easier for me if you did yeah. or something yeah. like that but then you know it's just foreshadowing like i guess the climax of mm-hmm. the movie mm-hmm. too I, I get it though. Like I kind of everything's poetic about this yeah. movie, and like I think the dog being not even tied to the pipe, it's mm-hmm. just like Looped lassoed over, yeah. over the pipe, mm-hmm. um, and like the trust. It's still like a city, yeah, in Jersey, for but sure. there's it's still like weirdly small town trustworthy too. Yeah. I kind of like, but that also aspect. the dog, like he trusts the dog enough too to sit there, yeah. Where I feel like bulldogs aren't an active breed. They no. don't really like to run around. He likes. He also likes his routine. So when he tries mm-hmm. to pull him off the routine, the dog goes yeah. takes him back to his routine. Oh, uh, from so my family's owned two bulldogs now, and they are like stubborn mm-hmm. dogs. So like the whole. I mean, every dog's gonna get in a routine and they're conditioned a mm-hmm. certain way. But like the whole him, the dog not wanting to go a different direction when he tries to walk it during the day, mm-hmm. like that's happened to me with our bulldogs. And you just you have to basically do what they want because they're strong as well that's also why i feel like he probably just likes chilling out there he likes Mm -hmm. his little walk he likes to be outside of the house and but uh speaking of the bar we love the bartender doc right oh yeah the bartender scene the bar scenes are cool i like the way it's lit from the outside Mm -hmm. and then i like how the inside of it is like completely different glow from the outside Mm -hmm. yeah the bar scene's cool all the characters are interesting like yeah the guy from the good places in there yeah so for a movie that like essentially not much happens there are like a crazy amount of details and like that's why it's rewatchable you could pick up on stuff and it kind of mimics like poetry like sometimes you read a poem and you're like i have no idea what he wrote all the poetry for it he wrote the poetry he did the soundtrack which uh like a side story kate um for being a good roommate, oh she bought God. me uh, the Patterson soundtrack, which, like, when you bought it for me, I was like, oh, cool. I don't even know what the soundtrack's yeah. like. And I put it on, and it's <laughs> honestly it's just, like, like a note. <laughs> That's sick. It's and then it's like, like <laughs> It's, like, strange. It's Jim it's Jarmusch and, like, some other guy. I think they're called Squirrel or I don't it, know. No, something. Squirrel's his band. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. the, the band. and. Dude, it's like probably the worst soundtrack I've ever, not it, the worst I've ever heard, but it's honestly, like, it's fucking horrible. He put it on, I thought I was gonna have a panic attack. <laughs> it's very meditative. It's kind of like the movie, though. Um, it's yeah. so odd. Um, I guess this watch around, I, I feel like I didn't notice before all the, like the twins. Oh, yeah, the that's twins. cool. There's so many it. twins, and then I don't know if I'm just making this up if it's out of left field or what but like the guy he meets at the end is just doesn't look like him but that's his twin oh i love that yeah i like that especially because in the opening scene the first thing we hear about is her dream and her Mm -hmm. dream is about twins yeah and she was like something about you meeting your twin yeah 
I don't know. I just felt like there's twins idea. seen throughout the movie, and mm-hmm. then like the guy he meets is so similar to him. It's mm-hmm. just his his twin, his twin, his twin from Osaka. <laughs> yeah, yo, that I've never thought about that. That's a good. Yeah. I love that interpretation. I do too. I I the only thing I wish was a little different was the last poem. Like I don't even know what it means. Yeah. Um. I mean, most of the poems are a little ethereal, but yeah. like the last one, I thought could have been a little more powerful. Hmm. I don't know. I honestly like the last poem. It's one of my favorite ones. It's about the lion and the song and the fish and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I like oh. that one a lot. Yeah. I love the Ohio blue tip. See, that one's my match. least favorite. Really? That one's good. Yeah, I, like I even them. like the little girl's poem. Yeah, the little he girl's wrote that poem. One, yeah. Well, no, but mean? like in the movie. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going yeah. to say Jim Jarvis oh, yeah, yeah. wrote that one. He wrote all the poems, didn't he? I don't think so. I think he yeah. just wrote that one. I think he had someone else come in and write the other yeah, ones. Oh, gotcha. But uh, yeah, the poetry part. I kind of like, and yeah. I feel like you don't even have to be into poetry to like yeah. kind of appreciate it because it. it's also showing like kind of how a poet maybe constructs and yeah. writes mm-hmm. their poetry. Something. I like that part about it too. Mm-hmm. I also mm-hmm. like um, part of the routine is like other people's experiences, mm-hmm. which I think is cool. We don't really know much about him. Right. Mm-hmm. We get those snapshots. We know that he was in the army. We know like where he lives mm-hmm. and um his little room with all like the organized boxes yeah but I love that. he's like down in the basement mm-hmm. but like him hearing the conversations on the bus is a well, cool he li- it also dictates like what he likes to do so he likes to live through story clearly because yeah. he's just always reading and i like that like always sees other people's stories which is how he lives his own life which is through other people's stories but my favorite one is the boss that comes in uh, every morning. To and the front. Yeah. Look, yeah. Love that guy. And he's he like, just, how are you? And he's like, not good. Not well, good. since you asked. <laughs> and then he lists all these like. But I like how the last time they meet, he's like, you don't want to know. And he mm-hmm. doesn't say mm-hmm. it. It's kind of And cool. he doesn't push. I like that about him, too. Yeah. He's like, he'll listen, but he won't ask. Yeah. Like, past that. He's not going to pry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for the listeners, this movie's cool yeah. I, I mean it's one of my favorites so i'm pretty biased but i don't know it, it makes you think about a lot of stuff it slows it down it's like a slow watch you have to be ready for that but it's like meditative it's cool you pick up different things every single time adam driver's good in it yeah i think you need to watch it at least like if you don't like it the first time you can watch it a second time and if you still don't like it you know maybe the third time is, oh. is i also it. yeah i also feel like though like I've learned other things too besides that. So like the ca- my feelings about the characters also change mm-hmm. in both directions in mm-hmm. each watch. For sure. Like the wife, I feel like I liked more for other reasons than before, and less for other reasons than I liked before. Yeah. Like she, I definitely saw the compassion more this time around, but I also feel like she was like almost psychotic in a way. Like she had like mania, yeah. Yeah. or she'd be like painting herself and like all these weird things. I was like, I don't. That part I don't really fully connect to. I don't get what she around. does. She doesn't work. She, she just, doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, honestly, living the dream. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they could afford to live there off his like being yeah. a bus driver then mm-hmm. they live a nice little life and mm-hmm. that kind of takes yeah. back to like that's all you need yeah. or in my opinion that's uh, kind yeah. of all you one need one of the first shots is one of my favorites is um, Wait, one of the first shots? marvin sitting in the chair just yeah. like <laughs> yeah and then above him is her like like really painting. derpy yeah. painting of mm-hmm. him and it's so great because it shows like one she idolizes this yeah. fucking dog mm-hmm. and also like she does all these hobbies and she's like mediocre mm-hmm. at all of them but she's mm-hmm. still so proud of him she's gonna hang him up on the yeah, wall it's, yeah. it's funny yeah we love marvin yeah we love marvin he might not love marvin yeah 
Marvin's a cutie. But you know the one, the uh, kids from Moonrise Kingdom. I don't really, I don't, I don't really it. mess with them. Wait, which one? So they're uh, on the bus. They're the girls telling uh, about that Italian guy who would come over to the country. They're the Moonrise Kingdom people. Oh, I mean, I don't. I don't like understand Yo, why they're in it. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. I like. What, what does it matter? I mean, they're just actors. What? Yeah, but no, but they're both the leads from that movie acting in a scene together, like a know. quick like. Yeah. it's definitely but pointed. But that's that's Jim Jarmusch's like thing, like coffee and cigarettes or cigarettes and coffees. I think that's all that movie is like pairing people up and they're literally at a bar having a conversation. Well, I just think like that one was intentional for some reason. Yeah, it was. Maybe he liked them though in Moonrise Yeah, Kingdom. maybe. But I like out of all the like side characters, I do like, is it Method Man? Oh, or Buster Ron- Or who was Method that? It's Method Man. Method Man? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure I- it's not Red Man. Oh, it could be oh, Red could Man. could be Red Man. <laughs> I don't know which man I don't know rappers very well. It's um, someone from the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, a great scene because it's basically like one poet crossing the path of another poet uh-huh. just different and like genres appreciating each and other. appreciating and like honestly dabbing each other up and yeah. like it was very cool and also talking about the dog too everyone yeah. likes everyone yeah. likes marvin i also i mean my favorite conversation i guess that's happened upon is uh the two guys uh, i think it's like the first one on the bus mm-hmm. where they they're talking about girls and like yeah i could you know i could have hooked up with her but like but you know. Yeah, you know I could have done it. Yeah. I like to. He's like, well, did you call? Did you call yeah. her? And they're like, no, maybe I should have. But you know what girls only want. <laughs> or like, I was tired, so I sent her home. Or like, yeah. I didn't shower. Yeah. I know it's so funny. It's kind of like girls only want one. And that girl walks by like, you yeah. fucking assholes. Yeah. Making your insecurities like on well, no, us. They're, they're ob- I mean, they're obviously making up both their stories. Yeah. Oh, they're so <laughs> funny. They're both like peacocking to each workers. other and like yeah. they don't have to. Yeah. The yeah. They're like uncomfortable. They both don't talk to girls and they're trying no. to. Yeah. Prove they pretend that they, talk, they to talk to girls. To girls. Yeah. 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 They're just, I don't know. I liked all those. I liked the two old ladies mm-hmm. too, where they thought the bus was going to be a fireball. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah i don't know and then of course the whole william carlos williams thing is very cool mm-hmm. um, what did he she call him carlo william carlos yeah. yeah i like the scene though where he reads the poem because like so reading out of a book or poetry in a movie sometimes i'm like i don't back this at mm-hmm. all and that happens in the other movie we're gonna mm-hmm. review it's like it can be d- it's not successful a lot of the mm-hmm. time, but I think in Patterson it is. Successful. I think one of it's because William Carlos Williams poems are so short yeah, and yeah. very poignant. And the other thing I think is like you get Adam Driver to read a poem. It's like, yeah, it's game. <laughs> it's going to mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Uh, but I like that scene too, because it's one of the only times where you see her, him kind of jab her mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. where he makes fun of her mispronunciation of William Carlos mm-hmm. Williams the night before. And you're like, Oh, he does kind of, yeah like play along he's not always just like yes dear yes but even his supportive like things are kind of playing along with her though oh absolutely Mm -hmm. but it just it was cute i liked that he had that in him yeah um yeah Yeah. this movie's great it's different than any movie you're probably gonna watch um and it's probably it's a good intro to jim jarmish i think i think so too. if you like this you're probably gonna like his other movies Mm. yeah it's India as fuck. Yeah, it India. Is. Yeah, sure. I honestly don't think if you like this one, you're going to like the other ones. Really? I think this is like, if you, this one is, I think, his best. Yeah. Does this one stand alone? 
No. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think so. I think it, they all have like similar vibes, but I think that like this is Stranger the most digestible one. Stra- yeah, I agree with that. Because so. like Stranger Than Paradise, Down by Law, like they're all... So I think if you They're watch, all like this, just black and white and not as accessible. That's why I think if you watch this one and expect it for mm-hmm. the next ones, you're going to be very like misled. I also feel like... Um, someone has it's like a newer movie mm-hmm. than his older ones mm-hmm. you know adam driver mm-hmm. i feel like that's a big deal at least for me to like i mean i like i like adam driver so like i'm gonna watch him and i'm gonna mm-hmm. watch this movie if it's like three random guys doing the it's same a little things, harder it's yeah. a little bit yeah. harder totally that's a really good point that's how i feel about dead man too it's yeah. like because johnny depp is like cool and right, young in right. it and like he's like in his prime yeah. in that movie yeah. and i think i think if it was anyone else i wouldn't care about that movie as much yeah if i mean if i was like a i mean we're, we just do a podcast but like if i was like a film critic and i can take away like who mm-hmm. the guy is mm-hmm. then like maybe those other movies are just as good yeah i mean but i i see I adam agree. driver and i'm down it's a good point though about dead man and johnny depp it's the same thing like yeah. if that wasn't johnny depp Ah, that movie's still good though, I think. But Johnny Depp's great in it. He's I at the I think height he of his, makes that yeah. movie. Yeah. But I also think but if you're a director, casting is part of your job. Yeah. Right. So it's like that's still his decision, so it's still mm-hmm. his part of his movie. But yeah. I agree. I think if it wasn't Adam Driver, I would it would be a different movie. Yeah. Because yeah. she's kind of unknown. Like I yeah. don't know mm-hmm. who she is. Yeah. I'm not sure if she's done much after that yeah, or she's whatever. great though. Same yeah, she's awesome in it. Yeah. And they they work really well together. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're believable as yeah. a couple. I mean, it's like kind of an ideal situation going yeah. on there with them. But like, except for that bed. Yeah, they they got a tiny bed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it it is crazy that he um doesn't have like an alarm clock. He just wakes up. Yeah, that's that secret. army thing. It's, yeah, it is like yeah. militaristic. But, it, but it's mm-hmm. not at the same time every day. Like sometimes I it's know. like fifteen minutes later, half an hour later. But it, I like that, and it like signals his mood for the day mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. like how she says you know you woke up late today it's like is it one of those days you just don't want to wake up and he's like yep and like i feel that some days you just yeah. want to yeah she's like do you ever have days where you just don't want to wake up he goes yeah today yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah this one's film friends approved for sure oh, absolutely gets the uh gets the stamp of approval but um, here's my thing third time watching it I also, this is post his walking out on Terry Gross. So uh, that kind of hung in the back of my head a little mm, bit. I forgot oh, about that. Mm-hmm. Still respect the work, but do I like him as much? I don't Have know. Have we mentioned that on the podcast? Oh, yes. Okay. Absolutely. For the listeners who didn't catch those episodes, Adam Driver walked out on Terry Gross and Kate. No one walks out on her. <laughs> Does everybody know who Terry Gross is? If you don't. Come on. Okay, look her up. Yeah, look <laughs> her up. Google her. She won a like an Arts Medal of Honor, not one, but was given by Obama. So you should know who she is. Fair Yo, who, did Trump give out any uh, art? Yes, to yeah. Rush Limbaugh, I think. Oh, tr- <laughs> yikes! Yikes! But hey, we're not getting political here. Um, what we are doing is we're gonna rate this bad boy. Yo, for me, this is a ten out of ten. So okay, we're doing numbers. I Suck guess um, numbers are so hard. Honestly, for like fucking indie movies, I'll give it a cool eight point eight. Ooh, I love that. Ooh. For oh. fucking indie movies. <laughs> for fucking indie movies, um, I was gonna give it a checkmate, but now Ooh. that oh nice, like I win. Yeah, this yeah. is good. Um, I'll give it a a nine. 
Oh, I love that. I like the checkmate too. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Well, we are in between movies. How are you guys doing? Good. I'm good. Cool. Um, this is off topic, but are you into ghosts? Yeah, Kate? very much. So. Um, like super into ghosts. Are you into ghosts like ghost movies ghosts um more like how cute they are so you're more into like the casper kind of yeah ghosts. i'm more like the the like cute ghosts okay, like cute that ghost. bucket. if it's a cute ghost or a derpy ghost yeah i love them forget about i love it. them and i also have a jack a jean jacket that's just filled with ghost pins okay but if it's like the ghost of emily rose or something like that Ooh, did she have a ghost? Uh, she had an she exorcism. <laughs> I'm sure she's a ghost. Uh, yeah, now. I'm sure she has one now. But <laughs> I mean, I like movies about ghosts. Yeah. Um, Yo, Casper as an adult, not, not a good very rewatch. Good, no. We did that. Oh, one. I thought you meant like Casper grew up and he's an adult now, <laughs> oh. and he's just not <laughs> yeah, any that good. Would be kind of yeah, he's as an adult, <laughs> he's, he's just like really a bad he's adult. less like yeah. boring. Yeah. Um. No, like rewatching it it's not great but no i just i really like cute derpy ghosts okay yeah cool did you just spec that for the first yeah i thought i was like did she uh did she do that for halloween (laughs) no 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 i know that's always been like that but there's a lot of ghosts i just never really asked you about your your ghost thing i just think they're really freaking cute i can't get enough of them would you ever want to see a real ghost because ghosts are real if they were like cute like that um (laughs) as a non-believer of ghosts good luck in seeing one. Whoa. <laughs> here's the thing like i don't want to see one i don't think Do you believe in ghosts no now they're gonna come and haunt me but i'm also superstitious so that's the thing right yeah. so if i say i don't believe in them which i don't they're gonna now come true it's interesting because as your roommate you i make you turn off the lights i have to the turn the lights off us. every night well that's probably ghosts. from uh murderers yeah the monster <laughs> I, they're just like Oh, the ghosts of murder! I just, you know what happens when the lights turn out? Anything that's evil comes out. So true. (laughs) That's true. I forgot about that rule. Mm. (laughs) Good thing I teach people all the time how to face their fears in the dark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cool. 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 Um. Well, yeah. Why don't we? Um. Why don't we get a little curious? Hey, why not? We have to do it at some point, right? (laughs) What's your height? What's your weight? What's your height? What's your weight? With your hopes. I feel like that's how he's probably a guy that does talk. He's probably quiet. Yeah, yeah. he just doesn't talk. He's do it I see him smoking <laughs> a cigarette. He has like tall hair. I right? picture him talking like the kids in Rumblefish. Uh, maybe is well, he from Brooklyn? He I guess probably we'll has like a funky hat that he wears. Yeah, like on top Ooh, of his funky hair. Hat. Yeah, like a really too small kangle. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more of like a f- not a fedora, but like a fancy Ooh, hat, like a an art hat, like a bo- like a bowler hat. No, that's a round one, no, right? No, no. <laughs> like something Will Sasso would wear. <laughs> like <laughs> he wears like a really what? tall cowboy hat. <laughs> I could see a cowboy hat, uh-huh. like a Stetson. Dude, Ooh, like you don't think Will one. Sasso yeah, wears a what? hat? I mean, I'm sure Will Sasso wears that. He probably hat. has great hat collection. <laughs> Let me see if I if I Google. Oh, he the probably first wears like a, a brimless baseball hat. Brimless baseball hat. I have those. Oh, you do. 
Wait, they're called a dock hat. Oh, okay. It's for the people that work on the docks. I could see Will Sasso wearing a dock hat. I just don't see him wearing a bowler cap. He (laughs) literally look like Abbott and Costello. I think he just wears a bandana. Yeah, there's definitely... We got several hats that Will Sasso wears. Wait, you didn't look up Jim Jarmusch hat? No, Will Sasso. No, we're on to Will Sasso. I feel like Jim Jarmusch would wear a There's a lot of pictures of him wearing this Three Stooges hat. Interesting. Because he was, I guess, in that movie. But that's the picture that comes up the most. I need to know if Jim Jarmusch wears a hat before we get into it. Some might say you're curious about it. I am. I need to know. There's also this picture of Will Sasso in a hat. Uh, So that's like that looks like it's photoshopped onto his head. It's like a Jimmy Buffett fedora. (laughs) Oh, you know what? It auto corrected me to hair. Oh, Jim Jarmusch's hair is crazy. All right, here's him wearing a hat for Dead Man that says Nevada. Okay. Oh. This is really good for the listeners. So <laughs> this is the this So is after doing um some research, he wears those baseball hats that look like they're like the army kind that have like the rope that goes across. Oh gotcha. Okay. The baseball ones. Yeah. Mm. Um so anyway. Bailey said that he is Jim J, six feet, hundred and eighty five pounds, New York from New York, New York. Size 10 shoe, he's 60 years old, and a Capricorn. Yeah, and he's always smoking a cig. He yeah, loves the ciggies. Sure. Jordan said that he's 6'1", 163 pounds, from Brooklyn. A ca- oh, you, you both said Capricorn at 60. Hmm. Shoe size 10 and a half. Oh, you both like are very mm. similar. Um, he is 6'2". Ooh, I knew he was tall. Yeah, so... We're the closest on that. He weighs 144 pounds. Oh, he's, he's like skinny really effing skinny. Yeah. yeah. Mm, it's all sigs. Um, he is shoe size 11. Jordan, you're close on that. He was born January 22nd, 1953. He's 67 years Damn. old. And he's an sure. Aquarius. Where's he from? Um, Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. 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 Oh, yeah. He Ohio. does. That makes sense because there's a lot of Cleveland stuff yeah Cleveland stuff in his stranger movies. than paradise is Cleveland, yeah. right yeah. um so here's some stuff about him so he ended up getting into um northwestern university for their school of journalism mm-hmm. but when they found out that he signed up for no journalism classes and he wouldn't take them <laughs> he uh transferred to columbia where he was an english major and american studies major in mm-hmm. hopes of being a poet um but then he like didn't know what to do with his life so he on a whim applied to the tisch school mm-hmm. oh actually you know what scratch that he, he dropped out of then like no Columbia, he, he what he did was he spent his last year there in france he did like a exchange year oh gotcha and he ended up staying an extra couple months where he worked as a delivery person for an art gallery mm-hmm. and he said on all this free time he would go to like the art house cinema yeah, and that's that where he sense. like fell in love with like yeah. a lot of like french and japanese cinema well honestly it's like a good time with probably in the 70s or like yeah late it was like 70s, a prime so yeah. he spent all his time at the movies so when he got back to the states with nothing to do then he applied on a whim to the tisch school mm-hmm. at nyu and got in and this is where he didn't he didn't graduate from the Tisch school. So mm. what happened was he and the instructor didn't really see eye to eye on how to like do like screenwriting and all that jazz. Mm. 
And he always told him that there wasn't enough action yeah. in his <laughs> there movies. There isn't, though. Yeah. And he ended up getting this, like, grant through school to make a movie. And they hated it so much mm. that they told him he had to, like, redo some of it in order to graduate. And he was pretty much like, fuck you, I'm not doing that. Wow. And just didn't get credentialed for him, from is that, them. Is that the other movie we watched? Uh, I don't know if that was. <laughs> but he they probably made this movie, yeah. like, right after that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could see a school being pretty pissed off for giving him money, and then he makes, like, yeah. what we w- just yes. watched. And, uh, but, like, it's also respectable that he does his own but thing. But the cool thing was that the teacher who said that, um, yeah, that's it, um, that at first he came at him, but when all of his peers also came at him for yeah. it like no one respected his mm-hmm. take on it that that's when the teacher's like oh well if everyone's kind of hating it there's something to it yeah. so the teacher then started to kind of sway more towards him um but he was also part of a band in like that time period called dark day and Damn. another one called no wave oh no I wave like sounds, sounds familiar. familiar right yeah um and now he's in that band called squirrel q sq the u with the two dots over it rl and they're famous for just playing one note <laughs> yeah seriously mm, Squirrel. No, um he also started this fan club he calls it the semi-secret society it's this the sons of lee marvin where all they do is they dress up oops sorry i hit the microphone all they do is dress up like lee marvin and watch his movies Who's Lee Marvin? Who that? I don't know. It was just like a fact on his thing. Yeah, cool. Oh, fair enough. And from after he did coffee and cigarettes, he quit coffee, drinking coffee in 1986, but can't quit cigarettes. Mm. Um, he also he's not interested in an eternal life. He's like cool with like dying. Yeah. He doesn't <laughs> want to live eternally. That's an interesting fact. Um, That's good. That's good because he's not going to. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a lot of things I read, it was more like the cool thing. It's it's very, I feel like very typical of people who become directors are like, he doesn't take no for an answer and he does what he wants to do yeah. no matter what, no matter who gets. Yeah, it's like David Lynch. It's like, yeah, they don't shit. care about yeah. other people's like yeah. opinions and thoughts and mm-hmm. things about things. He just kind of does what he wants. Yeah, That's cool. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. That's well, yo, it. that kind of makes me a little curious. Also, a little, kind of a little hot. Um, I'm actually hot though. I want to see who he's dating. I want to see his love life. What's what's it all about? So, uh, let's cue the music. Well, what's his favorite food? He doesn't like do it. He doesn't eat. to get into somebody i look interviews up on youtube and really all i found was like uh you know a documentary on him following up with chris parker the guy who plays the main character in this movie permanent vacation so that makes sense it's but, interesting but too still not about him. it's not about him it's about know, else. yeah it's kind of cool but there's a lot of extras in all the stuff on criterion that i didn't jump into i'm sure yet. you can like piece things together about oh, for him. sure yeah um what i'd love to piece together yeah, about him is love, love life. life so bailey you have anything in your files um yeah <laughs> all right uh, there's one he's there's one person sarah driver, uh, been driver any relation since 1980 
Wow. They've been dating since 1980. He's been courting her a long time. Yeah, they're just <laughs> dating. Are they not married? <laughs> um, they're not even in a partnership. They're just in a long-term relationship, I believe. Wow. But, you know, my files have been... They've been wrong before. They could be wrong again. But you just got to take my word with a grain of salt. We love sayings today. Yeah, and, you know, honestly, take that salt and run it up the flagpole is yeah. what mm-hmm. I say. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep, 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 yep. I think he's got kitties. Uh, kids? I wonder, is it like an open relationship type situation with him and Sarah Driver? Uh, I don't know, maybe. I, yo, I you wouldn't be surprised. That was, that was that's what I was going to yeah. say. Um, that's cool, too. We back that. Sure. Whatever um, you're comfortable with. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want to do out there in the world, do it. As long as you're both comfortable, you know, yeah. I'm comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So they were, they met. Or started their, you know, long-term relationship in 1980, which is the same year the next movie we're going to review came out. And this is his first feature-length debut. Um, Coming in at a hot 75 minutes, it's the 1980 masterpiece, Permanent Vacation. Bailey, take it away. Good luck. Hmm. Um, You know what? It's about a guy... Who's a drifter, and he hasn't been home since Thursday. Mm-hmm. And you know he's just gonna be—he's gonna be drifting the whole movie. And uh, I don't know. This movie sucked. Yeah, I wasn't into it. <laughs> I really can't. That's—it's about a guy who drifts. <laughs> Honestly, that's it. It's literally yeah. a guy on permanent vacation. Yeah. And they do say the uh, the old title in the movie, so. Oh, and they did it in a way that I like it, where it's the very last thing. Mm. Yeah. I respect that a lot. This movie was hard to watch. Yeah, I definitely, like, uh, closed my eyes a couple times. You definitely, like, slept for a few seconds on and off. Yeah, and I do that. Um, There's just, like, uh, there were so many things that make sense why he does a lot more music documentaries than like film yeah because there's so many just static shots of rooms which is like poetic and cool and like there are all these empty rooms where things are just being read on top of it almost like music um where you can kind of tell like oh this movie makes sense why he did things like the iggy pop the talking heads like all those like other things because he's more interested in other people's words with his imagery so i had to step away from the microphone for a little bit are you guys are talking about how much you love this movie right yeah Mm -hmm. okay cool cool for sure um i think you're right though this is like i mean obviously it's first feature film i read that it only they only spent 12 dollars to make it um it's obviously kind of like a student film thing but yeah it's kind of like a cool uh, music video his early movies are kind of all like that too yeah i think he just i think he truly recognized that he's his strength isn't writing yeah. it's just like his shots capturing yeah. like a cool shot with a exactly. cool vibe cool atmosphere because there's so much book reading in this but too. i do have to say this movie fails at that oh my god yes um like stranger than paradise is a much better version of this i movie. agree completely um i would never suggest this movie but 
you kind of see shades of like, oh, what he's going to turn into in this movie. But it's... You mean when his mom says, those aren't your eyes? Uh, you, you stole them from your father. Father's he- you took you took them out of your yeah, father's head. I kind of like that scene. That might be the mm-hmm. coolest yeah, line in the is. whole movie. I know. It is. That's why I wrote it down. Um, but it's there are also some like cheesy, trying to be poetic lines. Yes. And honestly, I can't get down with the main character. The, Same. the guy who's drifting and There's also a lot of like forced trying to be poetic things. Yeah. Like the girl in the... First apartment who's doesn't say a word, and there's a whole scene of her just tearing pages out of a book and folding them up while she's wearing a duct tape bracelet. Yeah. Like, I do like the part where he's dancing though. It's like really absurd. Mm-hmm. It's kind of David Lynch. Yeah, shit. It like is. why is this happening? But yeah. after a while, you just like this movie's only seventy five minutes long. We watched it and thought like we I thought watched it, was, it for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did well, you guys the, describe it's it? Age, would you rather watch this movie that is an hour and 15 minutes that feels like an hour 45? Or would you rather watch a movie that's an hour 45 that doesn't feel like, that yeah. feels like an hour 15? Hey, we still only technically wasted 75 minutes. Yeah. So I might pick the first. years off my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a painful. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this is the precursor to Patterson, so... And this is what we do for the fucking listeners. Yeah, yeah straight, this was honestly, like, something we did for you. Yeah, we did this on our Saturday you afternoon. Know, just to let you know never to watch <laughs> this movie. No, We're never. kind of like the people, you know, when, when they were kings and they had people drink their drinks to yeah. see for poison. That's what we do Literally, for... That's what we, what's for this movie called again? permanent vacation yeah do not watch it the yeah. title's cooler than, than the movie yes that's true and the artwork on the front's cooler than the movie yes and yes i think yeah. you could you, if anything you could youtube clip him dancing in yeah. that room and yeah. then like call it a day mm-hmm. i think his early movies are very much that there's like two or three scenes that are like whoa this is kind of cool and like iconic if you're mm-hmm. a fan of him but like the majority of those movies are just like jazz nonsense, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, and but like not successful jazz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when you go to like open jazz night at that club, and it's mm-hmm. all just like people figuring it out. Yeah, you know when you do that. Yeah, yeah you know we go when to those you do all the time. that. <laughs> We're huge jazz heads. It's. Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly I, though I did think it was cool just seeing all those empty rooms with no one in, like a set yeah. dining table mm-hmm. and like things like that. Mm-hmm. But the thing he was reading over, it, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> It was a slog. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't even think we have to talk about this. Movie I think we can pull much. it down the flagpole. Yeah, yeah. We put it up. We it, got, it got taken down yeah, immediately. immediately. Um, but hey, Jim Jarmish. I back him. Do you I'm guys back so him? so hit or miss with him. Um, He's a hit or miss director. Yo, I've seen say. one really, really good movie and, and everything else. <laughs> Not really. I, yeah, yeah, but I haven't seen like the johnny depp one or like yeah. i thought the johnny depp one was cool the um you know the tom hiddleston one oh the only lovers left yeah. alive i, I really want to see that like a vampire movie yeah. and i think that stranger than paradise i didn't like it the first time and there was parts i liked about it the second mm-hmm. time you I, love that movie though what's that stranger than paradise yeah i do um and then he uh what is it? The way of the samurai or something like that? Oh, oh. ghost. Ghost, ghost dog. Ghost dog. Yeah. It's supposed to be amazing. Um, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be good. So I want to check that out as yeah. well. He, he has like family a, loves that movie. Yeah. And it's going to be criterion soon too. So. Oh really? Most of his movies are, but that one wasn't, but they're making it. Nice. Um, 
Yeah. So if you're not familiar with Jim Jarmusch and this episode sounded interesting, definitely check him out. He's definitely watch Patterson. He's definitely an experience. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely something you have to commend for going for. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I think I like him. He definitely carved He's his own path. He's got balls. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this felt good to, to be back in the studio. Yeah. It did. Um, I feel like it was a good one. Yeah. I feel like we kicked ass on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's up to the listeners. Um, to to choose, yeah. but it is spooky season. Wait, before you do that, I need to bring something up because Bailey said kick ass. Okay. We talked earlier about sitting on your butt. Yeah, I want the listeners to th- think about this question: Do you sit on your butt, or does, or do you sit on your thigh and your butt sits <laughs> against the back of the chair? Well, um, are you sitting on your butt, or is your butt sitting on, on the chair? On the chair. Sit your butt down. Yeah. But then are you sitting on your butt? I don't know. These are the questions that need to be answered. You're always, if you're sitting, no, the thing was, if you're sitting, you're always always sitting on on your your butt. butt. You can't sit any other way than on your butt. Because you could yeah. sit like you could curl your legs under you and you sit on your legs, but your butt's on the ground. That's kneeling. You can oh. kneel, but you're not sitting. <laughs> that's true. That's what. That's the question. I yeah. mean, if you're sitting, it's always on, on your, your butt. butt. Yeah. Here's the thing. We might have to pull it up. We might have to th- run that up the flagpole. <laughs> Is sitting always strictly on the butt? <laughs> yeah, we need to know. <laughs> um, well, anyways, it's a pleasure being back. We'll leave yeah. you with that question, um, and it's kind of a fitting one for Jim Jarmusch episode. Yeah. Um, maybe we should also ask the listeners what their favorite spooky movies yeah, are yeah oh, for sure and and yeah, if you, you were gonna go spooky and then uh the I, whole butt thing I came up. well i was just gonna say for long-time listeners they know what we do during spooky uh, oh, yeah. season we have an expert coming in the studio this year is gonna be no different so look forward to that we might sneak an app in before that it'd though. be Who nice knows? yeah to bring on someone else about spooky stuff yeah Ooh. no on, can, that's can, fucked up damn. no in conjunction <laughs> oh two spooky episodes uh-huh Hey, if you're out there listening and you want a specific spooky movie to be reviewed, let us know. Um, like this all month celebration. I yeah. live for spooky movies. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. You do. Uh, but anyways, as always, thank you for listening. And uh, hey, I'm not going to say we'll see you next week, but we'll... Uh, we'll see you in the f- soon we in could, the future. We could. Who knows? We could, yeah. <laughs> but, we can't uh, predict the future. That's, that's true. That's but yeah, thanks for listening, and we will uh, we'll see you sometime in the future. See you in the future. I don't like to leave it so vague. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Yo, let's just say we'll see him next week, and if we don't, then they'll then have to deal with it. Yeah. Well, we'd rather I'd rather say sorry than ask for permission. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Shannon. Bye. Bye. Michael Shannon. Bye. 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 Michael Shannon. Bye. Like a shannon.